Like, That's what I grew up thinking is that all the chemicals in the pool just kill the pee, so it doesn't matter. I don't, I'm no scientist, but I have to think that takes a minute. So I'm standing next to you, and I feel a warm <laughs> pocket. You have pissed on me. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome into the show. This is episode number 12. We are still the Common Denominators. This is Ryan. To my left, we've got Adam going around the table. We've got Kyle, Lance, and Daniel. And I hate to start out on a, uh, on a sad note. Uh, if you're listening to this in your car, you may want to pull over. If you're at home, you may just want to take a knee. But the sad news of the day is... <laughs> why would you take a knee? I don't know. It just yeah. it seemed right. Yeah. Uh, we didn't mention Jansen. Uh, it's because Jansen has uh, taken a little hiatus from the pod. And we're sad, but uh, he's got a busy life like uh, many of us. And he just, uh, rightfully so, this isn't his number one priority. So he's going to focus on some other things, and we're going to keep his seat warm. So when he's uh, ready to come back, we'll be ready. I thought you were going to tell me he's prepping for more self-surgeries and needs more time to study <laughs> up. He's going to reverse his vasectomy on his own. Yeah. So we're really going to miss the uh, classic one-liners. My personal favorite that I still don't understand was a uh, like a bullfrog riding a beach ball. <laughs> Who pulls that out of thin air? I don't know. Only Jensen. But uh, on a uh, more positive note, uh, we're recording today, but we're going to release next Monday, July the 22nd. Does anybody know uh, why that's a special day? No. Ooh. Any guesses? Nothing. A lot of blank stares. I'm going to feel no. bad about this after you Looks should. like I'm the only one that cares. Is, guys. You, is this your birthday, This is Ryan? some kind of anniversary. It is. It's our five-month anniversary oh. to the date of our very first episode. Hey. I oh. happened upon that by accident. Nice. I didn't really know. <laughs> and then I started calling it an anniversary on my notes, and I thought, that's not right. Like, that means annual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least I, I was like, I think it means annual. So I looked it up. And does anybody know what uh, it's actually called to, when you celebrate something monthly? A cinco anniversary. That'd be five. That'd be five. <laughs> <laughs> to our Spanish Thank friends you. listening. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the guess. I've been working on uh, my Spanish. I thought this was fitting for our name. It's called a men's anniversary. M E N S I anniversary. Nice. Hmm. Little known. Hmm. Never heard of that before. Yeah. But I uh, thought it was fitting. What kind of gift do you give on a men's anniversary? Uh, I don't know. I didn't have time to look that up, but there's got to be something. It's either paper or platinum, one of <laughs> yeah. the two. Yeah. <laughs> So happy anniversary! Yeah, that, happy, happy men's anniversary! Hey, five months is a lot longer than most of my dating relationships early yeah. in life. So that's, <laughs> I feel pretty good about this. Didn't have a whole lot of men's anniversaries no, when you're. No. All right, so we haven't. Uh, I think it's been like three weeks since we've recorded. Hadn't got to spend very much time together, but I've caught wind of a uh, couple of events, a couple of funny stories that I feel like are worthy to share. I'm, I'll go ahead and start it off here, fellas. Off, so y'all might have seen the picture that was posted recently after I finished my very first sprint triathlon. Just wanted to thank everybody there for their support of that. Uh, Adam, you were probably the one that posted that, so thank you. Uh, I'd also like to just throw in that Lance borrowed my bike and did zero training on the bike before the triathlon. <laughs> well, he took the training wheels off of it. So <laughs> I think his up. training was riding up and down my bi- uh, my road, flat road, for like, Three minutes? Yeah, it's not too far from the truth. Did the horn come in handy on there? <laughs> <laughs> the well, basket you, was full on the front. That's yeah. sweet. So 
but it wasn't all you know the the, the triathlon went well it went better than i thought it would uh at first i didn't want to do it because um my coach at my gym asked me if i wanted to do it and i was like well i don't i don't run i don't bike or swim so no i, I think i'm the good three, on that three main components of a yeah yeah so I'm, yeah. I'm good but then they started recruiting my wife and i was like wait a minute timmy can't even swim why are you guys actually recruiting her I, I, i'm the one you want to do this so of course i got jealous and the competitive side of me was like okay let's do this so decided to do the triathlon which consisted of first part was a 400 meter swim which when i practiced in the neighborhood pool i thought i was going to drown when i was actually in the lake <laughs> but uh surprisingly lake water quite refreshing early in the morning i really enjoyed it uh so the swim went well then next came the biking as, and ryan mentioned i did basically no training and biking went fine i mean not to say that i don't have how long was the bike trip oh thank you it was uh, like 12 and a half 13 miles so it really wasn't really wasn't that bad um so i still don't really understand the big deal about biking and what and why everybody does it i mean it was it was fine but nothing i would necessarily train for a lot but uh so biking went well so i've got two parts of it down so i get to the run which is a 5k run and you know, still feeling pretty good. I get off the bike, and then when I'm getting off the bike, I realize that I'm just like I'm trying to run, but my feet are just not going very fast at all. Like I can't, just can't go fast. So I'm maybe halfway through, and you know, I was trying to prepare myself for this triathlon by making sure that I ate all the right things, drank all the right things, and might have overhydrated myself a little bit. And so Uh-oh. I'm I'm running, and I'm just feeling tight, like a I just can't move faster. So the thought occurs to me, hey, why don't you just pee? Maybe you'll, <laughs> like you do in the shower. Yeah, exactly. Except fully clothed this time while running. So I decided to do it, and I start trying to do it while I'm running, and it's not working. So I slow down a little bit, get a little bit out, but it's still not working. So I pretty much just start walking, and I'm just kind of walking around, pissing myself in the middle of the road. <laughs> People are just running by me, and I'm just you know waving at people. And a yellow stream going under. Yeah. And and no, yeah, nobody is the wiser as to what's going on. But eventually, I don't know. This goes to the overhydration. I think my kidneys had a problem trying to get rid of all the liquids, so I started getting all these like severe pains in my back and my kidney. So I basically just have to crouch down in the middle of the street and finish pissing myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I and I think I think after this is done that I'm going to be able to you know start running again and it's all going to be good um, but it still took me a little while to recover after that because like my my back was was actually still hurting but you know I figured why the heck not I'm you know I'm wearing these uh, moisture wicking bike shorts like uh, you know what's the big deal I'll pee on myself and I'll jump in the lake afterwards and but, you're gonna have a great story for the pod yeah yeah, yeah great story for the pod but Pro tip, um, probably should have just peed while I was on my bike. That would have been a lot easier. And um, uh, It's my bike. I don't have <laughs> so. Yeah. Is, it, is it okay if I borrow it again next year, Ryan? My seat's in a water repellent. Yeah. Thank watch you for ch- holding off. Watch my chain yeah. all rusty all the time. So, um, yeah, as a 34-year-old man, I pissed my pants in the middle of the street. Uh, oh, speaking 35. of that. 35. Yeah, now I was 34 when I ran the triathlon, but I'm 35 now. And I hung, Happy out, birthday. I hung out with the same guys that um, – you know, I lost my underwear with. That sounded really weird coming out mm-hmm. on my birthday. Not to our, not and, to our uh, listeners. Yeah. Like, yeah. What episode is that? If somebody needs to go that's back, a, that's a deep cut. Episode three, maybe? three. Yeah, yeah. embarrassing yeah. stories. I think hung out with them again and did not lose my underwear Sweet. that night. Hey, so, way to go. Yeah, growing up. So, yeah, just I be wh- proud of me. <laughs> just a simple question. <laughs> yeah, like so we we were on a, at the beach 
And to me, the hardest thing to do is go in the ocean and pee. But that's what you do because it goes yeah. against what you've been holding in. You're saying like it's hard to do or like... Yeah. like No, hard to do. Like, like physically hard to do physically. or mentally hard to do? For me, it's physically hard to do. I, oh, do. I, think, it's I, I think it's easy. I, I, I struggle with it. How about standing in the middle of the road and peeing? Can you do that? <laughs> no, yeah. I haven't tried that. I would say it's probably just as hard if not harder. That has to be the hardest thing to do is stand there fully clothed pissing yourself. Well, that brings up another topic. It was do kind you, of liberating. I don't know. Do you not pee in the pool? No. Whoa. No, no. Come on now. I'm calling. Okay, calm. okay, okay. Well, Scenario. Scenario. <laughs> you're on a rafting trip uh, for four hours, and you're floating down a river drinking whatever. You don't You don't go to the bathroom? Yeah, I'll pee in a river. But you, you said you haven't peed in water and, like, standing up and, like, no, I mean, I haven't peed on myself. I peed in the ocean last week. Wait, I want to go back to the... I'm <laughs> so confused. I want to go back to the whole pool thing. You don't pee in the pool either? No. 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 I'm Ryan doesn't peer. either? Never. No. In the pool. That's e- a contained everybody that water system. Everybody. I thought, I thought that was a known oh, yeah. fact. Yeah. It, Daniel, we're still Are on the pool party on Sunday, right? Yeah, sure. Come on over. Okay. I guarantee Extra I will peed in it at some point that day. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm a non-pee in the pool. Yeah. Are y'all serious? Y'all I'll pee in the lake. I'll pee in the ocean. If I have to. Like, if I literally can't hold it. Yeah, it sounds not like just going reckless abandon. So, like just, so if there's literally a bathroom, like a, a bath house next to the pool, you're going to pee in the pool. It just depends yeah. on what you feel like. That'd take too long to answer. Something. It depends. Yeah. So, yeah, that, if you're in the middle of a heated volleyball game, you know. You it, it, it depends on the cleanliness of said bathroom. Like if it's like a outhouse out there and it's just nasty. And you're peeing where other people are swimming and you're worried about the cleanliness of the bathroom. I mean... I guess I grew up like of all the things that have been said on this podcast. This is the most shocking. It's to me. disturbing, really, really because is. the whole wiping thing was no shocking thing to me. <laughs> when you're when you're yeah, swimming in the episodes. in the ocean or in the lake, that is way dirtier and oh, nastier you could easily than pee in the lake. Yeah, That's a swimming pool, even I'm, with urine floating. I'm diluting it out like trillions oh, yeah. of gallons. One drop. We're per in a contained environment. Ten trillion gallons. Yeah. Yeah. I but the chemicals inside the pool yeah. kill anything on. I mean, it's it's way easier to kill bacteria, to kill whatever. Yeah, there's yeah, some a pool logic than inside there. The lake. That's what I grew up thinking is that all the chemicals in the pool just kill the pee, so it doesn't matter. I don't. I'm no scientist, but I have to think that takes a minute. So I'm standing next to you, and I feel a warm <laughs> pocket. You have pissed on me, and I'm not good with that. Anyways, I'm, well, we're the minority. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, so, well, doesn't surprise oof. me. Now, peeing into the pool from out of the pool is a different thing. Like, that's a little... <laughs> yeah. no, well, you might as well. Is that frowned yeah. upon? Yeah. Yeah, you might as so well. Is, so is pooping in yeah. the pool. <laughs> At least there's, you'll have a line somewhere. There's chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a little off track there, didn't we? Uh, yeah, that, that Welcome got, back. That got crazy. Some of that out. All right, so I've got more of a little roast that I've got to get off my chest here for, for my boy Ryan. We went on a beach trip together, our family's camp, so we went together on a camping trip at the beach for a week. Where the campground's out, they have a tram that picks you up and takes you to the beach. It's probably, what, half a mile or so from the beach. Yeah. It's just convenient to use the tram, especially the way we packed. We had two tents and toys and two wagon fulls. So first day we're there, we get down there to the tram, and it's like, man, I hope we can get everything on here. It's like, well, if not, rides. like, if not, we'll just wait or we'll just walk down because, you know, it's no man left behind. We'll, we'll, we'll go in this thing together. <laughs> so, all right, that sounds good. Well, it turns out we got on the tram. That was fine. Second day, we're going, same routine, we're going to the beach. Me and him went down a little bit early to set everything up. So we're walking towards the tram, and it looks packed. They're like, okay, because we had to have one of the wild aisle, wide aisles to get our wagons on. Like, there's no way we're getting on this one. Ryan's like, 
hey, let's just walk. I was like, all right, I've got these janky flip-flops on. I'm going to go back and get some better shoes. We'll walk down the path. So I run back to the camper real quick, get my good shoes on, run back up, grab my wagon. I get, The tram's already gone, so I'm like, well, they've started down the path. It was him and his son. I, I'll catch up to them. So I hadn't exercised in a four or five days, so I take off jogging. I was like, I'll catch them around the next corner. Pulling like a 50-pound cart. Yeah, no I was pulling deal. my cart, jogging. <laughs> it's 94 degrees. So I, I, round the, I round the first turn. I'm like, man, they, they're making good time because I do not see them. He's running too. Yeah, he might, well, they're running, I guess. I don't know what they're doing. I'm like, okay, this is the last shot, this next corner. If they're not around this corner, nobody. I said, that beep beep has gotten on the tram and left a man behind. So I'm like, you know what? I've already run this far. I've got maybe a quarter mile to go. I finally, I just keep running. And I get down there as he's unloading his wagon off the tram. If it makes you feel any better, I had a slight level of guilt, (laughs) but not enough to not ride the tram. Take that seat on the tram. Yep. So there was one spot, one cart spot left, and uh, he took it. I took it. He didn't. I don't. I just. You got to do what you got to do. Did you even look back? (laughs) I really didn't. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you you know what happened to Lot's wife when she was back. You just you make the decision to keep going. You just move forward. (laughs) Hey, sorry, Cal. Boom roasted. No, stuff's been crazy uh, with me the last couple of weeks just with uh, I, I run a summer camp, and so everything's been a little a little nutty the last few weeks, but it's winding down. But uh, the, the crazy thing that I had this week was I was up till after 1 o'clock uh, one night with a hair dryer uh, thawing out a big walk-in refrigerator that the condenser had frozen over. Uh, so a huge, just solid sheet of ice inside the refrigerator. And, uh, hey, you know. My wife's hair dryer came in handy. <laughs> I have to think that's uh, like throwing a rock at a Yeti. Like I'm, you're just standing there with this big oh yeah, wall of ice. It was, ice, just it was like, a process. I'm never going to get this done. Yeah, it was a process. But once it, once it got hot enough, it was it melted off, fired back up. Good to go. She's been keeping meat cold ever since. Sweet. All right, guys. Well, thanks for sharing the stories. Definitely got a, a couple laughs. Glad I got to hear those. For the rest of this episode, we've got two more segments. First, we're going to do a, a little test. Uh, I've been quizzing you guys a couple times recently, so i got another one for you today around driving. Great. Uh, I've done well with these so far. This ought to be great. And the reason the, dri- the, the reason the test is around driving is because the main part of our episode today is around driver's etiquette. So we're going to have another public service announcement this week, similar to bathroom etiquette. We've really found our niche. Mm. Yeah. We got, you know what? Just we got, we solving the world's world. problems yep. one R- at a time. Right in the wrongs. That's what we do. So with that being said, y'all ready? Let's do it. Let's roll. Let's go. This week's episode, we're trying to tackle one of the uh, big problems in the world, which is uh, driving etiquette. So public service uh, to the people today. As part of our episode, I've put together a little quiz for the fellas uh, to test their driving knowledge. And Daniel's going to keep score. So what we're going to do, we're going to do two rounds. We're going to go around a round of multiple choice. These are questions that I have plucked from the Tennessee State Driver's Test Mm. to see uh, if you guys could pass again. And then the second round will be a two-part question. If you get one of the two questions right, it'll be one point. If you get both right, it'll be three. So hopefully we'll crown a champion. I've got a tiebreaker question ready, just in case uh, there's a tie. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, let's start over here with Adam. Of course. Adam, on an interstate highway, you can prevent 
highway hypnosis by there's four choices at least this well, do you even know choice. what highway hypnosis is hey, at least it's multiple choice <laughs> yeah. perfect is that when you got a crap okay. really bad on the side of the road is it <laughs> is it a talking on your cell phone b changing lanes frequently c shifting your eyes frequently mm. or d listening to loud music i'm gonna go with b changing lanes frequently changing lanes frequently that would be incorrect oh uh, that's no. Zero, oh, no mark it down oh. the correct could, answer steal metallica c, right it's c shifting yeah. your eyes frequently well, who shifts their eyes frequently though that's that's what threw me off <laughs> that's why i knew this was the right question to pick <laughs> i heard I a guy would... tell a story one time of a girl he knew that had trouble falling asleep when she was driving and she would put some of her hair in the window like and roll the window up <laughs> Where it was caught in the window, where anytime she like nodded off, it would, pull it would her jerk hair. her hair back, and that would wake her up, and then she'd be <laughs> That's back on the road. Yeah, <laughs> she liked to have her hair pulled. Yeah. Apparently, I've also heard oh. that just cold, cold wind can do that too. Yeah. So maybe, maybe a little bit easier. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Adam uh, started us off well with a zero. Let's go over to Kyle mm. in Tennessee. Your headlights must be turned on a thirty minutes before sunset. Ooh. B at sunset or C. 30 minutes after sunset true <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna go with 30 minutes before that also would be incorrect Ooh, oh. at sunset it's actually 30 minutes after sunset uh, do you huh. think when the sunset happens yeah. it's still actually light outside right oh, you guys know. are doing great You're supposed to be carrying so around far. a farmer's <laughs> almanac with us so we know exactly when, a, so when that's supposed to doing great okay all right lance yes if two vehicles arrive at an uncontrolled intersection, meaning one without signs or signals, mm -hmm. at the same time, which vehicle goes first? Is it A, the heavier vehicle must yield to the other vehicle, or B, the vehicle with more passengers must yield to the other vehicle? Those are literally my only two options. Those are your two options, Lance. <laughs> Oh man, this can't be got, a real question. He at least got fifty-fifty. How are you going to determine the weight? I mean, well, I guess you can look at it. Um, I'll say the one with the more passengers. Okay, this is a trick question, Lance. Uh, neither of those were correct. That's why I've said I asked <laughs> those other choices. Uh, it's to the right, isn't it? The one, the car to the right. Did you look at the test? No, I just remember that. Okay, we'll give you half a point. <laughs> what half if, a point for Lance? I don't know. What do y'all think? Should we give yeah, Should we give so Lance a, a full point? So wait, did you just pull out like the correct option? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Well, was, you know, I say we give fair. Lance a point because he knew he knew he what knew. the answer okay. was. Mm -hmm. He knew All the right. other two answers were. Daniel, and since everybody else has a zero, then yeah. we at least give somebody lead, a no point. What. Daniel's nicer than I am. All right. <laughs> Here we go, Daniel. When you are holding the steering wheel, especially in turns, you should keep a certain position. Oh. Ooh. Is it Lay up. 11 o'clock and 4 o'clock, 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock, 8 o'clock and 2 o'clock, or 9 o'clock and 3 o'clock? I'm going to go with 10 and 2. That's that would be incorrect. According like, to uh, the Tennessee but handbook, what? it is. Is it not 10 and 2? Uh, that's what we've heard all of our life, yeah. but apparently but he it's said 9 and 3. Yeah, he said when you're turning something and you have to move the hand slightly. Boy, we are really, really looking good right now. <laughs> Man. A couple questions. How many officers listen, and is anybody from TDOT listening? Because yeah. <laughs> if so, we may be restricted after this. Yeah. You're going to be taking the uh, common denominator <laughs> sticker off the back <laughs> yeah. of your car. Just to... Oops. <laughs> okay, so after round one, Lance is in the lead with one. Everyone else has zero. All right. Part two. This is, again, a two-part question. 
If you get one of the two correct, you get one point. If you get both correct, you get three points. So Lance Real is, chance to pull ahead here. Lance is the only one alive for that. Exactly. All right. Good job. Adam, let's go back to Adam here. And I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna go ahead and give you a hint here. This number I'm getting here to ask for is not an even number. Okay. What is the youngest a person is allowed to drive alone in the United States? And it is not an even number. Seventeen. This is uh, real awkward right now. Maybe misunderstood um, the question. Repeat it. Repeat Twenty-eight. <laughs> What's he? What? Wait, the youngest. Oh, no, he's drive. not allowed to drive alone. What? Okay, the let youngest. me restate. Um, <laughs> You've been watching. Let's Tom try to. I'm going to try to save. Uh, probably wingman here for my buddy. Guy. Okay, <laughs> Adam. Uh, what is the youngest a person is allowed to drive alone in the United States? Are you sticking with 17? I really hope you're sticking with 17. <laughs> the, I'm, I don't understand the question. The youngest they're allowed to drive How alone. How old do you have to be? The youngest a to person to, not to be able so in to Tennessee are age is 16. I'm not sure if you knew that, <laughs> which is below 17. So if you're thinking of well, all the states in America. Yeah, okay. I mean, what do you think I, the I still youngest thought it is? was, I, well, I guess it is 16. I, I thought it was 17, though, because I thought at 16, now you get your learner's permit, and then at 17, okay, there's a lot yeah. of blank stares. Uh, I'm going to, I'll go with 15. How about that? Okay, well, you're doing great. I also told him it wasn't an even number. So. <laughs> right. I said 15. <laughs> it is 14.5. Oh, sorry, I should have said whole number. It's fourteen point five. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> you said I'm going to give him credit because fourteen point five rounds up to fifteen. And it's also fourteen. It's a is a uh, okay. even number. Adam, you've got a chance to totally redeem yourself here. Yeah. That applies in one state. Ooh. Which state Ooh. has the law of driving at fourteen point five Vermont. years of age? Why Vermont? Just out of curiosity. Know, it's he, just, he just wants to get there's, this over yeah. with. There's only like six people that are 14 right. and a half. I feel like yeah. it's got to be something like Alaska or Montana. It, it's uh, a western. Yeah. Okay. South Dakota. South, uh, yeah. The reason is there's a lot of farmers and they need the kids to yeah, drive sure. and get supplies. Yeah. So, so uh, are we giving Adam one point for We're that? We're going to give him okay. one point right. for that. that that's yeah. fair. Yeah. So Adam's tied for, for a total first. of one point. One point. Nice. Okay, Kyle. That's yep. all I need to win. What is the most popular make and model of car driven in Tennessee? Not a car, not truck. Nissan plants here. I got to go with the Nissan Altima. Wow. You got it. Nice. Oh. nice. That's yeah. impressive. That was. I was thinking something else. Yep. Okay. Here we go. You can take the, a big lead here if you can get this. How many accidents does the average driver get into in their lifetime? Is this a point number? Is it okay? Is there like yeah, it's a range. Does, does he have it's to a mathematics world. We call so. them decimals. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a range of whole numbers. A range. Mm-hmm. So there's two correct answers. I'll t- I can give you that. Oh, okay. Much. I'm gonna go two. Oh, uh, it's gotta be higher. It's than very that. close, but uh, it's three to four. Really? Hmm. Three to four. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Well, you ruined your chance to uh, take a big lead there. <sighs> Good pull on the Nissan Altima, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Lance. Impressive. Let's see if you can step on everybody's throats here. Let's and, do it. Uh, all right. What percentage of drivers engage in at least one form of road rage in the last year? Meaning there was a, a survey. They admitted to having a form of road rage in the last year. Now, there is a specific percentage, but you can get credit if you get within five percentage points either way. It has to be 100%, right? 
<laughs> so I guess I can you define road rage? Like, is this just th- this is them just admitting that they got angry at some, some point form of road rage? Yeah, some whatever whatever rage. somebody would consider road rage. Um, I'll say fifty percent. Uh, good guess. A little low. Uh, it was actually seventy-eight percent. Nice. <laughs> All right, Lance. Part two. There are. There's a list. I feel like of those have to be low standards for road rage. Then, like, because right. when I was thinking yeah, road right. rage, I was thinking like I think that's yeah, what I was stopping too. the car and hopping out with yeah, a baseball right. bat, yeah. pounding oh, somebody's yeah. face but in. So maybe yeah. it's just. Oh, you get angry. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you pretty high. Burn. Well, this second, the second question here might shed a little light on this. So, okay. Lance, uh, to get a point here, mm-hmm. name two of the top three ways drivers show road rage. Man, I'm not really sure how to define this, but I'm going to say being aggressive, aggressive driving uh, towards maybe other drivers, and honking. Okay, I'm going to go to the judge, which is myself, and I'm going to give you that. Tailgating, uh-huh. I would consider aggressive. That's yeah. number one. Yeah. Yelling and gesturing are number two. And honking is number three. Whoa, yes. Deep pool. Nice. He All takes right. the lead. That officially removes me. So Lance is in the lead. So Daniel has to get both of these questions right to take pressure. home the victory. Let's do it, man. Okay, Daniel, rank these causes for accidents in order – from the most common to the least common. Weather, red light, and drowsiness. Let's go weather, drowsiness, red light. That's not <clears> just <throat> a hair off. It is. I put it them was, in the exact was, orders I read them so I could remember. It's drowsiness. Weather, no. red light, oh, drowsiness. So wow. I didn't right see order. that. All right. Well. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's just finish it out just for, for kicks Lance. here. Lance, congratulations. Yeah. Oh, in thanks, advance. guys. Tell him what he's won. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> the last question, Daniel, save uh, yourself a little pride and get off the zero mark. Yeah, you are the smartest one of us. What so day <laughs> of the week is the most common day for a red light traffic violation? There's yeah. some logic to this. If he doesn't get it right, let's have it. Let's guess. Let's continue guessing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Monday. That's what I would have guessed. That, is, inc- guessing, that is incorrect. Is I'm Friday. guessing Friday. 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 Why, why do you say Friday? Get me home, man. home. Get me home. There's always That's a it. lot of wrecks on Fridays, yep. too. So. All right. I uh, would say well done, but I don't know if it was well no, done. Congratulations, was a, was to Lance. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. For the win. Appreciate it. All right, guys. So as we mentioned earlier, we successfully conquered the uh, bathroom etiquette episode and we got a lot of good response from that, and so since then we were just thinking about other ways we could serve the public. And uh, so, something that was on our hearts is uh, driving etiquette. And I can just uh, go ahead and acknowledge my blood pressure got up even just uh, planning this episode, thinking about all the things that go wrong on the road. But and this is also coming at a perfect time. Uh, most of the people listening probably live in Tennessee, but not everyone. And we just had a new law that was passed: uh, the hands-free. Law, does anybody want to kind of describe what happened to us? If I hear hands free Tennessee one more time, I'm going to puke. That's mm-hmm. what they called me in high school. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> just That's what that tattoo says. Yeah. I mean, just short and sweet, it just makes it illegal to basically hold your phone in the car. Does this apply to I, if you're parked? No. You can't be at a red light. Okay. You can't You can't look at your phone. Which I'm fine. Be stupid. I'm fine with that. I don't know. like that. Because uh, the, guy in the, front of, the guy in the front of the line never goes when it's... It turns yeah. green, so you can tell they're looking at their phone. I didn't even, I didn't hear about this till like June 28th. <laughs> yeah, like right before. <laughs> I, I didn't like, even hey, know. By the way, 
Yeah, where, how do you find out about new laws? It. Do you have to watch the news or read the newspaper <laughs> yeah. or what? I don't know. So the best best part of this over. is, like, the majority of our work trucks at work do not have hands-free. They're just work trucks. You know, a lot of ours are older models that don't have it. So in order to be in compliance, we had to order everybody new ear, tr- ear sets. Huh? New yeah. trucks? No, I didn't have uh, Ear sets. So now I'm... It's hilarious watching yeah, all they these. Get like the cassette adapters. <laughs> oh, like those hey, things. Like, it's yeah. hilarious watching all the fifty and sixty year old guys walking around with this Michael Jackson looking earpiece in their ear. <laughs> <laughs> they don't realize that they only have to wear it in the truck. They just wear it all the time. They come <laughs> to work with it all. It's like sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. So have y'all found yourselves uh, abiding by the law? I've Maybe. been more cognizant of it yes. since it's been out, but uh, I mean, I, I cannot say that I've I haven't you know, picked up my cell phone uh, in the car, but I, I've been way more mindful of it since uh, since the law was passed. I'd yeah. say that's yeah, probably pretty accurate. But I'm in my truck so much every day that I, I, I just break it. it I got it, so much going on on the phone. Yeah, it's had the same effect on me too. It just that I'm more aware. But I'm sorry, I have to tra- I have to check traffic and navigation. Sometimes I have to reroute. And I mean, when I get a call and it's the wife, sometimes I'll answer it and put it on speaker. Oh, yeah. Well, so pretty much nothing has changed. Uh, my wife, as y'all may know, is a rule follower. So about the time the law came out was the time to travel down to Destin, Florida. Mm. So, oh, so you got an earful. Oh, she's, she ch- that's the 11th commandment. She chiseled it into the tablets, I'm telling you. <laughs> if I even touch my phone, she was on me. When we got into Alabama, she was on me. I'm like, I don't even know if it's a law in Alabama. <laughs> Florida, she was on me. So, Has anybody got busted or do y'all know anybody that's gotten busted I've heard of zero I'd love to see some numbers like how many tickets have been issued for that yeah we need to get Um, a cop on here and ask because they've got to have some like buffers on like give the people a little time yeah Yeah. I bet a lot of warnings have been issued or or bust a few people so they'll spread the word I got to thinking you've literally just got to catch somebody red-handed I mean because isn't that hard to enforce like if I if I'm looking down if I've got my phone looking down and I'm at a red light Guy pulls up, hey, you know, cop pulls me over. Like, man, yeah. I was looking at my radio. Yeah. I mean, how easy is that to say? How do you enforce it? I guess is yeah. the enforcement of it seems pretty tough. And they probably are embarrassed. They're probably like, this really sucks to have to write somebody yeah. a ticket for this. Right. So, so it sounds like none of us really like this law, but uh, we're gonna have to I live with it. I think it's a good law. It, 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 it is. It's it a good means law. Very well, because it is a super big distraction. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's like most big things Big Brother does. It's probably a good idea. Is it really feasible to be a hard set law? No. It's too hard to enforce. It's more of a recommendation, like yeah, speed that's limit. That's pretty much you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> and not peeing in the pool. Yeah. Yes. Also. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you know, thinking back, I was kind of like we did with the bathroom episode. You walk in, you start to, to assess the situation. So if you guys are going out to your car, is there any, like, routines or things you adjust, any things you make sure that you do before you start the car or back out? Well, I'm a major Waze user. So, I mean, I Waze almost everywhere I go, not because I need to know how to get there, but because I just want to know if there's traffic or wrecks or a cop. Yeah. So it's like that and get music situation going. You do that before you go? Most of the time, yeah. That's good. I always have to adjust the seat and the mirrors in our uh, family car because, like, we alternate who drives it. And so Timmy's really short, not like I'm tall or anything, but just totally different driving heights so i have to adjust all that and then re uh get your phone book out to sit on the seat yeah yeah exactly <laughs> tie the wood blocks to your feet yeah, yeah so i've got to do all those adjustments i'm yeah. not i literally jump in there fired up 
I got it in reverse before it's done start. Me too. Yeah. So, as y'all learned in the uh, pet peeves episode, my seatbelt doesn't go on until the <laughs> dinging starts. About thirty <laughs> seconds after the dinging yeah. starts. Down According the road. to your wife, hours later. Yeah, hours later. Right, right. Yeah. right. That's definitely one of the first things I do as well. I mean, I, that's just a habit for me. It's like I, I don't even think about it. I reach across my right arm and I buckle it, and without looking, without thinking about it, I don't make it out of the driveway, halfway out the garage before I got my seatbelt on. And it's I'm not trying. That's not a holy than now type thing. It's just right. I, I just don't. I literally don't know any different. And so if, if I've on the rare occasions where I'm driving ten feet without it, I feel like I'm just going to go flying right through the windshield. Yeah, that's great. The, I wish I was like that. Do y'all yeah. remember kind of the transition of? Like I think it was our generation that sort of transitioned from never wearing seatbelts in a vehicle to it became a law and really yeah. enforced law, and everybody started wearing seatbelts. I mean, I remember being starting driving and not wearing not wearing a seatbelt. That was what mid nineties, I guess. I mean, it was kind of a thing. It was back and forth a little bit. Some people wore a seatbelt, some didn't. But then it's if you drive anywhere very far now without a seatbelt, it feels awkward. Yeah, it went from you can kids pile up in the bed of the truck right. to well, yeah. you got to have a seatbelt on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a 4th of July memory that our family talked about. We went down to the 4th of July fireworks, parked off the side of the interstate when they used to let you do that. I rode all the way to Nashville from Robertson County in the back of an S10 pickup truck <laughs> on the interstate. I was probably 10, 11, 12. I mean, you see that yeah, all the time. Now, yeah. If you, you, you see somebody like that now and you're calling like 911. Yeah, or child services. Yeah. Like, these people do not need kids. Do you guys have any like weird quirks or habits about, like, this is a weird thing that I do that's really old school. That nobody, I, I bought a new vehicle and I still do it in my new vehicle. When I stop to get gas, I always check the oil and I always walk around and, and kind of kick my tires. Does anybody else do that? You actually, you really do that? <laughs> yes. Check the oil? Yeah. I check the oil you every time you're I get oil? gas. Yeah. Well, hey, when you drove some old vehicles like I have, you get in that habit, you put a little oil in there when you stop to get gas. Yeah, I mean, my first two vehicles probably burned more oil than they did gas. I mean, I might walk around and throw away some trash that's in the door. <laughs> but I always, I just have <laughs> that. Ha- yeah, I service it. my own vehicles and do all that, so I just have that habit of checking. I mean, what I, exactly does kicking the tires do? Just if you got a low tire. <laughs> If you actually take the CDL test, that's how you check tires. You have this little handle when you hit your tires. That's how you check it. Yeah, but is the handle attached to your foot? No, I mean, you can do the same thing with your foot. <laughs> so if you kick it and your toe goes into the tire No, it's, a a, certain it's all amount. about the bounce. If you if, oh, you, bounce. if you bounce off of it, you've got air in your tire. If it's soft, your feet, will, you, whatever you're hitting it with, will Can't you look at it. it and see if it's got air in it? <laughs> I guess you could. I have to be honest. I'm ashamed to admit this now. I was it 30 seconds ago. I've had my car three years. I've never once checked the oil in it. Mm. Playing with fire. <laughs> Especially at a gas station. Yeah. Playing with fire. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Somehow kick, it still made it. I'm going to kick yep. the tires the next time I'm in yeah, a gas station. Yeah, you should. I think I'm going to look like a big idiot. Let's I'm going to go out there and kick, do it. I mean, Kyle's come on, truck guys. You gotta, you, that's a man thing. you got to keep your vehicle maintained. You don't let the Valvoline guy do it. you got to do it. Come on. Oh, that's what I'll ask the Valvoline guy, actually. Did you kick those tires? They look okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, well, there's, it's like one of the points on their on their yeah. 107-point inspection, uh, kicking that's the number tires. number seven. Tire yeah. kick, sure. check. Well, isn't there some kind of phrase like you hear in a movie, like, I'm going to go kick the tires? Yeah, what does that, that, that mean? That just means like you're trying it out. Yeah, you're making yeah. sure it's all yeah. right, making sure everything's good to go. Okay. But that is, on. the only reason I know that, I see those guys every morning that get in our transport trucks. They usually have something they hit tires with as they check their tires, so. So speaking yeah, of all, I think this says a lot about a person. It probably has a lot to do with your personality. But like, do y'all wait? Are you? Are you do you change your oil before it's time, like right when it's time, or do you let it ride and 
give it a few thousand extra miles. I'm usually right on time or a little after. In fact, a little bit after. Yeah, I've been on the road maybe two or three times where I've been driving and all of a sudden this light comes on and I literally will reach over in the glove compartment. I'm like, huh, I've never seen this light before. What does it mean? And then I'm reading it while I'm <laughs> driving. It's like tip sideways. Yeah. Yeah. Basically the description is like, sh- that means you should check your oil at the gas station. Yeah. The ba- basically <laughs> what it said was when you see this light, you have no oil pull over immediately. That, oh, that's, that's why so. I say check it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a- so that's what happened. And so I pulled over and got some oil. Just kick the tires while you're you should, should have. Yeah. If you do both of those, they'll save you. Save your motor. I try to change it. Like on mine, it comes, it pops up like yellow lights when you've got, you're at 15% oil level. And my my OCD won't allow me to see that every time I drive. So the second that thing comes on, I'm like planning to get the oil change. I could probably go another half, 500 miles, but. Your car actually gives you a percentage? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, fancy. I don't trust that though. I'm a 5,000 mile guy. Yeah. I'd actually do mine a little bit before that. Well, that's what that's actually what the gauge on mine is is five thousand. Well, it 5, some of those vehicles, like my new vehicle, it it calculates how you drive, how how fast you drive. It could be anywhere from four thousand miles to eight thousand miles, depending on how you drive, your hmm. driving conditions, temperature, all that. That's, no, that's how mine fancy. is. Mm-hmm. But they the guy threatened me at the dealer. He's like, you got a hundred thousand mile powertrain warranty, but if you miss an oil change. It's gone. null and void. Yeah, I know the computer's going to keep up with it, so I got to go every five. Do y'all like service your other stuff, like your transmission and all that stuff too, on routine maintenance? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it routine. Ser- yeah. Service your transmission fluid? <laughs> I don't do it personally. That, okay. that stuff I don't do. No, I'm not set up either. to do that. I do my own engine oil. But yeah, when they tell me it's uh, it needs changing, and I know I haven't changed it in you know seventy five thousand yeah. miles, I'll, yeah. I'll do it. But yeah. it's rare. Do you check your spark plugs every no, couple hundred miles? I don't, I'm not set up to do all that. I just you change your own brakes. No, I have. I but do I, change. My own I don't brakes. really have the stuff. I will do. <laughs> I know it makes no sense. This I man will not okay, check listen. his oil. I almost right, broke my necklace overnight. <laughs> for the record, you're living in the upside. For down. the record, that was a joke. I used to change my oil exclusively. Like I would not let anybody, and, for, and I would not let like a valuable. Lane I don't trust those people. T- touch my car. But when the dealer will will change your oil for thirty dollars, you can't buy it for thirty dollars. I'm not gonna get a crawl into the yeah, been to Walmart seventeen eighty four gets you five quarts oil. I will change my brakes. I've I've done that many times. The man will not pull a dipstick out of his car, but he'll change his own brakes. Call me a dipstick. <laughs> I t- he. We got a lot of uh, growing to do in our friendship. Uh, he's shocked me. <laughs> he's peed in the pool. Peed in the pool and changed his own brakes. I cannot believe I've it. I've changed brakes <laughs> pads many times, front yep. and back. Yep. It's not really that hard. It's, it's just not you got to have the hard. right tools to do it. So after we got through the mechanics hour, there, let's jump. Let's kind of jump forward. How would you describe your daily driving habit? <clears throat> Cautiously reckless. Calm like a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> conservative. I, uh, I was going to say conservative or sensible. I'm, I'm pretty safe driver. I I'm think. Con- I'm safely aggressive. I like. I, I'm I pay attention, but I drive aggressively like i'd like to drive a little bit faster like to get past slow people i'll I'll be the guy that kind of squeezes the two or three more passes in before i have to get off the interstate so so when you guys are going down the interstate are you like a uh if there's three lanes are you a right lane middle lane or left lane i'll i'll go with the middle because that gives me two lanes to pass <laughs> i can work <laughs> left at, i can't work left you're and a right. weaver yeah i can i weave yeah, I'm usually r- right outside of the fast lane. 
I mean, I'll, I'll speed a little bit, but I usually will reserve the uh, or, or leave the fast lane open for the really fast drivers. Me and Kyle. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, well, I mean, what is considered really fast? I usually try to keep it like five ten over. Like, what do y'all? What do y'all got? I, high seventies is what I'll run. Yeah. yeah. Maybe around eighty. Well, I good. feel like if I get up to to 78 79 and the even in the fast lane like if somebody gets up behind me i'm like well you don't need to be going any faster right <laughs> yeah, so I'm, yeah i'm gonna stay right here. i'm doing you a service keep yeah. it alive yeah. Yeah. yeah i feel like, like adam's fast enough. i feel like adam's pushing like 80 85 over there <laughs> no no You're not? no most of the time i don't i used to more way more than i do now but yeah. i mean i'm you know if i hit 80 i get nervous just from a police standpoint and just in case you're listening to this in another state, we're in Tennessee. No roads get over <laughs> 70 miles an hour because interstates in you know Texas, yeah. other places like that, you get up to 75, and that's when you can really open mm-hmm. the throttle. I heard that's a, true, a yeah. state trooper tell me one time that was he knew my dad. He said, "79 and you're fine. 80, you're mine." That's mm-hmm. what I, I've heard that several times. So. Yeah, I've always heard anything over seven miles over. Yep. We got a couple of questions building up for some of our uh, cop friends. <laughs> yeah. Save these for a, for a future episode. So you're on the interstate and you know you've got to get off let's just say you know five miles or so so are you already going to go ahead and get over in the far right lane to where you can get off the exit or are you five miles that's crazy talk yeah so you wait you wait to the last minute less than a mile half less than a mile you start getting over half maybe i'm like 500 feet and i'm like yeah this i think i can get one more (laughs) and i can get past this guy and then i'm that far yeah i push it to the limit and i think it also depends on the traffic around you too like if it's and familiarity with roads if i'm going somewhere that i'm not familiar with i'll start to pay a little more merging attention but home roads i know how far i can push it you guys ever like Wait, so you're, you're talking about you ride it all the way to where, like, that triangle that has the lines in it that's basically saying, like, don't yeah. be in this lane. Yeah, well, if I need to. If if, it, it's there if, if there's it. a wall of traffic yeah. that I need to get past that's stuck in the left lane, I, I'll use them. Not, like, up to the grass part, but I'll use part of the triangle. No, let, me, let me ask you something. <laughs> so you're that guy. Okay, so. For, Absolutely. So, for the record, Kyle just got a new truck a month ago. Yeah. Has your driving changed in that brand new truck? Uh, well, to be honest with you, I haven't really been we went to florida in it and i was pulling the camper so that's a whole day you don't drive obviously like that when you're pulling a camper i haven't really drove it enough on the interstate to to really say no i would say no just driving around it hadn't hadn't changed you know i'm not i'm extra cautious in like the chick-fil-a drive-through not to curb my tire or something i know you will but other than that no Mm. interesting i didn't take you for uh Going into that zone over yeah, there, Yeah, I'll drive aggressively. Well, I think he made it to Florida two hours before you did. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> no. It's like no I was drafted in the whole way. Yeah. So what do you guys, like, do you ever get distracted? Like, you ever find yourself on the road and you think, I haven't, I don't even remember the last, like, 10 miles. Oh, yeah, yeah. The zone out. Like, yeah. what, what is it? What do y'all, what is it that distracts you? I, I think I'm just on the road so much I do it. I do it just zone out and i'll get to clark i'm like whoops i don't remember getting here the same road you've driven yeah, hundred times. thousands of times yeah yeah especially here on a popular road um i, th- I think you can kind of zone a little bit for me if i'm listening to something that's really intriguing like the common denominators podcast or something oh, yeah they're, they're pretty good um or uh or, or just the thoughts in my head yeah can easily zone out have you guys ever driven out west much, like through Kansas and some of that, where it's mm. literally the most monotonous thing in the world to yeah. do? Yeah. That, it's the worst. Biggest mistake of my life was driving back from Salada, Colorado to Nashville <sighs> by myself straight. On a run. Oh. Uh, How long did that drive? 
It was about like 19 hours. Oh, that's misery. It was misery. I had to hang my head out the window. I got about 30 minutes. (laughs) Like a dog. Like Like a dog. Ace Ventura driving down the road. (laughs) I got about 30 minutes from home, and I had a truck, and uh, I guess a Rubbermaid was in the back with some clothes. The lid came off. (laughs) Clothes started flying out on the interstate, and I was like, screw Screw it. I I don't care. I don't care. I was so tired. (laughs) I think the longest I've went is 12 or 13 hours, and that was misery. I don't yeah. know how you made it by yourself. I, I won't do it again. Oof. It's a wonder you're even here to tell that story. <laughs> I really, I really got Adam laughing I'm still over thinking there. about your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> a pair of big white underwear smacking them. somebody's windshield. I watched them peeling out of there one at a time. <laughs> Finally got low enough where the air couldn't yeah. suck them out anymore. Uh, there goes my favorite shirt. Oh, there goes my favorite. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm sure that made some of the other drivers uh, around me very happy. That yeah. day. Oh, man. Nothing like a pair of whitey tighties smacking <laughs> suddenly you. Were, suddenly you were the only one on the road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So let's get to the good part here. I mean, mm-hmm. we were talking about road rage earlier in, in our little you know test or quiz. Like, what are the things that drive y'all the most crazy about other drivers? People passing in that triangle lane. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> People driving slow in the fast lane yeah. drive me insane. Yeah, slow drivers make me way mad. I'm not, I'm not talking about drivers. five miles below oh, yeah. the speed limit. I'm talking about like yeah. twenty below yeah. the speed limit. Yeah, it's yeah. like what are you doing? Yeah. Especially like on uh, Vietnam veterans, like it's a two lane highway, and you'll have people. I mean, it, two lanes, so you don't have a lot of other right. lanes you can pass with. So if somebody takes up the fast lane, y'all are screwed. Right. And really, if you're not. If you're not passing somebody on a two-lane road, you're supposed to be you, in the right lane. You stay lane. there in the very right true, lane, and you true. just like you stay there as long as you can. If you got to yeah. pass somebody, you pass somebody. But people just that just they drive can't. in the left lane. Yep. It uh, they, like you don't you don't do that. You don't just drive in the left lane. And I have a working theory that people that do like f- at least 15 under, they're doing that on purpose because <laughs> yeah. there's no way <laughs> yeah, on a 65 I, mile I an hour road and you're doing 50 to 55 that you're just a big a hole. <laughs> and you're taking pleasure in watching in your rearview mirror people slamming on their brakes and trying to go around you. But there's an opposite to that because some people don't like getting tailgated, and, and I'm one of those people. So right. I will take pleasure sometimes in slowing down just to annoy the people behind me. So it's like if you tailgate me, eh, you can get what you uh, Yeah. You're going to get what you say. Yeah, the, yeah. the tailgating is a whole other issue. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I can't stand, like, speaking of the slow person, the person that changes speeds. And Kyle and I, he saw this oh, firsthand man. behind me on the way back from Florida. We, of course, we're driving, have our, pulling our campers. That's a different, different ball game. You got to really think about what you're doing and getting over. So we're over in the right-hand lane. Somebody's going, like, 60, you know, in a 70 mile. So we got to pass them. You pass them. 30 seconds later, that car comes buzzing past you. Yep. Gets over in front, in front of you, and then, slows back and then 10 yep. minutes later, they're yep. back down to 60. It was driving me insane. Yeah, because we were running anywhere from like 70 to 74, depending on how big of a hill. And, you know, you got to get a little momentum up every now and then. And you would just about the time we both could pass them, here they would come and just cut both of us off. So we're both stuck yep. in the left lane. It's like, oh, come so on. So Kyle and I are on walkie-talkies and making the trip a little bit more fun. And I'm, I finally acknowledge it. I'm just like, I can't take anymore. This person, I want to, you know, I want, I was having a road rage. I yeah. want to run them off the yeah. road. And so right about when I say that, there comes an exit and they get off. And I was like, ooh, I feel bad. It was like an 85-year-old lady. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't figured out her yeah. car had a cruise control, obviously. Yeah. Oh, Lord forgive me. Yeah, that, that happens every road trip I've ever been on. There's always that one person who's – 
barely moving, it seems like, and all of a sudden they just floor it. Yeah. I don't know if they were falling asleep and they wake up and they just gun it or whatever, but they'll do like 90 yeah. and then they'll just cut it all the way back, like you said, to 60. And it's like, it's a cruise control. Now that you mention that, I think I'm somewhat guilty of that because oh, I, do get, I do get tired. I mean, I haven't never, I've never actually fallen asleep on the road, but yeah, I'll sometimes zone out and be just getting really tired and then... I don't use cruise control a lot because I like feeling in control of the vehicle. I know it's kind of a weird thing, but uh, I, I feel like I gotta I'm, use and you like leg lens. cramps, man. Cruise yeah. is and so I get it. so I get tired, and I do yeah. release the brake a lot. But I make sure I'm not in like the fast lane or anything like that. So it's okay if I do it. Sure, <laughs> you're part of the problem. <laughs> the solution yeah. Lives. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that really gets under my skin, and I'm, I'm a I'm a rule follower by by nature. Uh, and we live in a, you know, we're, we're all live right outside of a metropolitan area. There's plenty of, of traffic jams and we experience traffic fairly regularly. And when it's really slow, I, I, I don't get off of an exit until those lines are there to get off on the exit. Oh, but when you got people that come going. up on the shoulder, oh, yeah. oh, they're the worst. Like I cannot stand those yeah. people. And mm-hmm. it really, really, and you got, I don't know if any of you are those people, but I hope, I hope you're not. Cause that would hurt our friendship. But I can't stand, I can't stand people that get on the shoulder to pass the exit instead of just waiting their turn like everybody else. And I understand, hey, if it's an emergency, put on your flashers and right. go. But like, if your flashers aren't on, you're just being a jerk. Yeah, That's, I, I was waiting for Adam to drop another bomb on me. Right. <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't do I, that. I'm, I'm not at all. In fact, I feel the same way. So the exit that I get off up here, um, the same thing happens every time. You know, you're you're about to get off the exit within a mile while. Uh, while somebody people are merging on that same one mm-hmm. and inevitably somebody will fly down that lane and one time and i have a i have a dash cam in my car and i have this on video i'll show you all later but uh one time a guy did that and he passed this other suv and oh, and, and then him and then got in front of him it was an undercover cop oh, he lit him up and yeah. it was like I mean, Karma. i screamed like a girl on this video because <laughs> i was so excited i was like yes <laughs> If I was a cop, he I would get the ride act ready. If, if there were, if I was a cop and there was a traffic jam or a wreck or something, I would literally go to one of those exits and set up a blockade mm-hmm. and just wait for them to pull down there and just have another cop down there just writing tickets, oh, just sign mm-hmm. them, hand them I to them. I can't stand that mess. That's the worst. I, I bet that the justice just felt so good. Oh, man. oh, oh so justified. My favorite I, one was on Conference Drive. Uh, so if, you, if you're not familiar with that, it's a single lane road. Or was at the time, and the, the uh, this guy was tailgating us, like we were talking about earlier. It was me, me and one of my buddies driving us crazy, and so we of course slowed down, you know, pulled Lance's sure. move, and yeah. so kept pumping our brakes, which was making him mad. Yeah, oh, you could yeah. see him back there, you know, fuming. So he, we're coming down. He's getting over into the turn lane to turn on the bypass, and he's so angry at us, looking over at us. He gets up beside us that he doesn't pay attention in front of him. Oh. Rear ends. Oh, no way. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. I felt bad for the person who rented, but it was just instant, felt so sweet. It's awesome. injustice. <laughs> One that drives me absolutely as bonkers as the guy trying to get out of, go down the lane to get off the exit in a traffic jam is the people that completely block the box. And I don't okay. know if y'all know what I'm talking about. Ex- explain for the, the listeners. But if, there. but if you've got a busy intersection that has traffic lights both ways and the traffic is going on the the main we'll just call it the main road and the traffic is backed up because a light further up has stopped the traffic those people that continue to pull up and block the intersection light changes 
you get the light to come the other direction. You got nowhere to go. You got nowhere yeah. to go. You miss a complete light cycle because some a-hole didn't stop. And saved 15 seconds in their day. Yes. Yeah. And they're just so sitting there blocked. Oh, man. That's when you wish you were driving like a 1989 Chevy Caprice and you just punch it and just drill them right in the side. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what – that would be justice. A lot of rage inside of what, us what was your What <laughs> yes. was your driving style again? Uh, slightly aggressive. Slightly aggressive. Yeah. Okay, that fits. Yeah. Yeah. Not surprising for the guy that, that uh, crosses over all the lines. Yeah. that Those people deserve that, though. That's the They're the worst. Yeah, I think we can all agree. I don't think any of us block the box. No, no, no. Oh. I think that was almost the 11th commandment. You shall go to hell if you block the box. I so think, I'll go ahead, Adam. I was going to say, I think distracted driving always drives me nuts, too. And it's for somebody who drives early in the morning, I, it, again, never fails. It's, there's always somebody with a big old you know, Egg McMuffin in their hand. Um, they, they're putting on makeup or shaving. I swear I got behind a guy that was brushing his teeth at a red light. <laughs> It blows my mind. If you don't like, a lot like, enough you've time, you gotta to... open up your schedule. A little <laughs> yeah, bit. Like, exactly. How pressed for time like, yeah. are you? Get out of bed thirty-eight seconds right. earlier and brush your teeth. Hey, we've learned Lance doesn't brush his teeth before working out in the morning. So you never, you never know what's one. going on in somebody's yeah. life. They're yeah. just a busy Might person. That guy. <laughs> can't brush the teeth. Yeah, yeah. I've seen somebody reading a book. That's impressive. I've seen newspaper. I've seen newspaper. Do the steering wheel, the newspaper over the steering wheel. Like, is your stocks really that important? That you can't wait till you get to work. I've okay. watched a Netflix show while I was driving before, so there's that. Going 40 and a 70. It was on the, it was on the interstate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not using cruise control? Yeah, not using cruise control. <laughs> we may have to take a who's the least safe driver poll after yeah. this one. Yeah, I, I, hey, but I, I I'm feeling I won, good about my I won the quiz, though. Style. Yeah. So the other thing is not to knock on people that like to exercise and ride their bikes and run, but if you are on a busy road, and there is a sidewalk next to that busy road. Please use the sidewalk. Now, are you saying for the bikers to use a sidewalk or for the walkers to use the sidewalk? The, the walkers. Walker I know bicycles are not supposed to, but at least as a bicycler, don't ride in the middle of the lane. How about the guy running in the morning with no shirt on? Put, a, the, put a shirt where, on. Where does he need to be running? On the road on or the, on the sidewalk? On the treadmill in his basement. Yes, yeah. in a very, very dark room. <laughs> there used to be a guy that would run on, on Vietnam vets on a, on a freeway. What? I'm not lying. In the morning, no, and this dude was jacked out of his mind. He had to have been crazy. He is running down Vietnam vets early what? in the morning. That's the just I want to see. I want y'all to oh, see yeah. me. No guy. shirt on, yeah. obviously. No shirt. No shirt on Vietnam veterans, which is basically an interstate. That's crazy. For yeah. those that don't yeah. know. It's 70 mile an hour. Yeah. And let me let me guess. He had those really short, thin running oh, yeah. shorts. On. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, the, can the you not style. add a few more inches? Is it really going to slow you down that much? <laughs> just give, give me a little bit more fabric, please. And as we've learned, if you got looser shorts, it's easier to pee in them. Yeah. yeah. You don't want the tight shorts. It wicks the POA. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of oh, tempted to try peeing in my pants at some point in my life. <laughs> yeah, well, Lance, start with the pool. Yeah, 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 let's yeah, start go with the pool first. Pool party this weekend. <laughs> Baby steps, Ryan. Okay. We'll get you on the pool first. Pool party at Daniel's. Yeah, Everybody try it. Well, I think, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking – it's easier, it's, it's more considerate to just pee on yourself on the road than to pee on others in the pool. So I'll probably try that one first. Yeah, same here. I'm just That's a, logical, right? I'm just defending myself no. when I pee on myself. Are you going to pee on yourself in the car, is that what you said? Yeah, I, that's what I was saying. No, was in like, the road. Like, know, yeah. Oh, in the road. Yeah. Okay, okay. Next time I run. Yeah. yeah. What's seven or eight years from now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when somebody's chasing you, if you ever, that Yeti ever catches up to you. Yeah. Yeah, so... What about people that don't use their signals? Like, what are your? Do y'all use your signals like frequently? Yes. Yep. I'm a signal guy. I'm a signal guy when 
like, like but, it is an indicator to other people. Like this, yeah. this signal is right. you know, not for me. If, if there's nobody within yeah. 400 yards right. on either side of me, like I'm not going to use it. Yeah, signal. if I'm on an interstate, but, it's late at night. There's yeah. nine miles between you and the next guy. Probably we're in not. a turning lane. It always uh, drives me crazy when yeah, people have to blink around a turning lane. Turning it's, lane. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's implied that you're yeah. turning. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't stand the person that you can tell wants to get over in front of you. But they won't put their, right. their blinker. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then if you happen to pass them, they're looking at you with their hands up yeah. like, come on, I'm trying to get over. You didn't see any you nose in it. Put yeah. your blinker on, yeah. I'll let you over. So I have yeah. a theory kind of about that. Like There are some people that as soon as they see that signal come on, they speed up and they block you from coming over. So sometimes mm-hmm. you got to pick your spots and just be aggressive. And there are some people that think like, I should be able to get over just because I put my blinker on. But like right. you still have to, you've got to make sure there's a spot right. there. Like yeah. You can't just, yeah. that doesn't give you the right of way to get over. Oh, I put my blinker on. That was the same thing we ran into. That's another one. When, For instance, when we were pulling our campers and we were getting a left lane to pass a tractor trailer or something. Then you got that guy that's coming 90 mile an hour that zoom, tries to zoom past you and assumes you're the slow guy. Yeah, and yeah, doesn't yeah. notice the, the car. in front of you. And inevitably, those people will still try to nose in dangerously sometimes to not look like a complete idiot. But, yeah, boy, yeah. that's when you really pour the coals to it. Oh, yeah. Gas Don't beat. let them in. Yeah. There's nothing better. Oh, yeah. There. Yep, oh, there. yeah. Yep. Nothing better. I, and just watch them just eat those brakes and get down to 60. Yeah. Just kind of cut your eyes over them yeah. and just enjoy it. I just usually give them the, you know, the, the <laughs> hat tip. Yeah. <laughs> tip my hat to them. So, nice try, pal. So, speaking of that, how do you how do you communicate with other drivers? Whether it's like a, you're communicating frustration or you're kind of communicating like, ha-ha. So... You know, early in my life, I would return the old one-finger salute with usually my own one-finger salute. But as I've gotten older, I've found that it really irritates people way more if you have the opposite reaction of their reaction. Like, if they're furious, firing birds at you. Just give a thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Hold your Bible out the window. Yeah, a wave does them, or sometimes (laughs) just the stare with no emotion. That pisses people off worse than anything. If you just stare at somebody with no reaction to them going nuts. I totally agree. I got flipped off by somebody a couple months ago. Like, seriously, like, I really wasn't doing anything wrong. This person was just being completely ridiculous on the road. And I could see them flip me off like they, you know, got in front of me. They flipped me off, and I could see it in their mirror, or I could just see it through the back of their car window. And I just kind of smiled and waved. Yeah. And, and, oh, or, or sometimes I'll just pull like the like a, I'm oblivious thing, and I'm like, oh, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so they just get more pissed off that way too. I gotta give a shout out to my buddy Jeff Lee again. He makes every etiquette episode. He's a, he's the one that had the coke can <laughs> bounce off his leg. Oh yeah. <laughs> He does the, uh, I love it when he does this. So if somebody flicks him off or shows any type of negative emotion, he likes to give him what he calls the weepy weepy. And he gives it to him and just does the old <laughs> rubbing your eyes. Like, uh, I'm adding great. that to the arsenal. Yeah, That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I love, love that. That'll really fire him up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you give, him the, you give him the head shake or like the I'm, like just the disappointed look. Come on, yeah. man, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. What are you thinking? I really what, about the, uh, what about the horns? Uh, do you love it? Use the horn a lot. Are you a big? You're a big time horn user. If uh, I probably use it about once or twice a week, and it's usually if, it's usually merging people that are coming over the line. Yeah, and they're invading yeah. my space, yeah. my personal space. They get the horn. Yeah, I started off as a for for the first probably thirty years of my life, I was not a horn user, uh, and the reason is because I don't want the other person to to think I'm the jerk. Because I my 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 problem is is you cannot honk a horn without sounding like you're the jerk there's not yeah. a nice honk there's not a nice let honk. me go and with so a nice I, honk or the I, I counted on the way over here 
I might have been distracted for a minute, but I looked on, on my truck's steering wheel. There are 18 buttons. <laughs> there are 18 buttons on my truck's steering wheel. Can we not develop the technology to have dual horns? Where you got one horn like that's a the loud, crazy honk, and one horn that's like the, hey, buddy, I just want to say, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm just telling you, Man. you know, the light turned red. You, like you need to go. Like, I'm not right mad there. at you. Yeah. I just want to tell you something. Would it be a high pitch? Maybe a little bit just higher like a, pitch. Just yeah. something nice. Something just that we all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a little road yeah. runner. Road runner. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But something other than yeah. the, the like, because you I, you can't do that sound no. without sounding I love that. like There's no jerk. tapping the horn on the yeah. new vehicles. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, on the reverse of that, you know, when you are really angry and you want to blow your horn, mm-hmm. some car horns are just totally wimpy yeah, you know you, there's nothing worse than getting mad hitting it me me you yeah. know just like that so that you, you need the meet me yeah. the you yeah. know kind the of full blown yeah we gotta have a dual horn system it, it, yeah it's got to exist kind of like the toilet with the, with the, the dual one flush. Two. Yeah. yeah i don't use my horn for like any merger and situation or anything I, mine strictly for the guy that's sitting at the red light that how how long do you get if they're in the front of the line you're a car or two behind i'll beep i'll, I'll honk my horn if i'm th- at least three or four cars back within hearing distance of what I think. How long do you give somebody sitting at a light before you're like, all right, horn? I'll um, give them a full cycle. Two, two or three I don't do it. Oh, full I don't, cycle? No. I can't. No, I won't. I give them, uh, a light. I give them the no. benefit of the doubt. I give them I'm like, like, I'm weird like that. I give them like, okay, if I take my foot off my brake and hit my gas, that's what? A second? Yeah. Three quarters of a second. They get like two seconds. I know. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and they're getting the horn. Well, and you don't have to lay on the horn. No, you can just, just a bump. Yeah, yeah, yeah or, just quick or, or twice. You yeah. know, quick dot dot like that. I mean, and that's chances not... are, a lot of times you can look into most vehicles and see you can see a head down. Like, yeah. okay, you're obviously on the phone. If, think, if that's the case, you get immediate horn. I think that's how you convey aggression. Like, if you're really mad, you just lay on yeah. it and you oh, keep yeah. on doing it. But if it's just a polite one, to the point, nice. if you honk it long enough, like you can hear like the horn running out of air like (laughs) (laughs) that's when you are torqued yeah i always see that happen in movies but yeah i don't guess i've ever honked mine long enough (laughs) we may be on something with these horn tones yeah yeah Yeah. somebody get on the patent line right now chevrolet ford dodge we'll be selling it to everybody uh what about when the when the cars stop and you have to park uh parking is one of my biggest pet peeves in the world and something that i've had multiple like fights with my wife about. I cannot stand when people park in places where there's not a designated parking spot. Now, if you're like if you're at a place of business, uh, if you park in the grass or park somewhere else, I, I will I refuse to do that. I will drive somewhere else to find two white lines to park my car in between. Uh, and I can't stand it when people make up their own parking spaces. Uh, I don't know that like like I have driven way far out of the way. Where other people were parking like crazy, and just to make sure I could park in two white lines. Am I weird on that situation, or do I'm you guys just make on your make up your own parking spaces wherever you go, like some well, of the other? I'm ones? with you, absolutely not. I'm with there you. There are certain cir- circumstances where I think it's okay to do it, but for the most part, yeah, you need to be in a spot. Yeah, if, yeah. If it's dangerous because you, you're liable to get your your door knocked off if you're not in a good spot or in a parking spot. Worse than that in the parking situation is somebody that takes up two spots because they can't either A, they can't park or they think their vehicle is so much better than anybody else's Mm -hmm. they need two spots. They ride the line or even literally take up two spots. That's when you pull up as close as you can get next to them and climb out the other side just so they have to. (laughs) They're the worst. All right, guys. So we could go on and on for hours. For the people listening, we've got a laundry list in front of us (laughs) of things that we've written down that we could potentially talk about. So we may have to have a uh, episode number two on this subject 
And if you've gotten mad and stopped listening and you've picked back up, stop being the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, since this is a public service episode, if we had to leave leave the people with some advice, the one do or don't that you think is the most important for the world to know, what would it be? I would say if you're in the fast lane, I don't care what speed you're going. If people are passing you, you're going too slow. I don't care if you're doing 100 if, if if multiple cars are passing you, get over. That's number one on the ten. The world will be a better place, man. That would alleviate a lot of problems in the world. Period. All right, I'm going to go with. I kind of touched on this earlier, but it, it it there's two or three places around our town that always happens. If the line is jammed up and you're at an intersection that has a light, and you're the first person in line to block up the intersection, don't do it. You're not saving that much time. All you're doing is causing more people problems on the other side. Now, they've got to sit through a whole other light cycle and hope the next guy's not a big a-hole like you and block the intersection. Stop blocking the intersections. Well, those were actually top two on my list. So I'm just going to say, as hard as it is sometimes to do, just, just don't be a jerk. Just be kind to other people on the road, and I think you know we'll all get along and drive a lot more efficiently. So just don't be a jerk. That's all. That's a good one, Lance. Uh, I would say shoulders are for sitting, not driving. <laughs> emergency zone. <laughs> not only. driving, yeah. Yep. Yeah, no passing They call the it the emergency lane for a reason. And I've got a new one, uh, only because I've started driving, uh, pulling a camper. Uh, I've always been that guy that when a tractor trailer wants to get over, I speed up because I don't want to get behind him. Mm-hmm. But now that I've had multiple people do that to me, it's no good. So yeah. I would just say be considerate. The uh, truck driver is trying to go somewhere just like you are. So Chances are he's hauling your Amazon box. Yep. So. Well, and they also can't stop like yeah. we can in a regular car. I think that's what a lot of people forget. It's like, oh, I can just dart right in front of them. Yeah. They'll hit the brakes. They, good. Let me know how that works out. They're out there doing a the job trying to be safe and keep you safe because they win. If they're you gonna, cause a wreck, right. they're gonna they win. win. Yeah. So be courteous to the, to the big truck drivers. Yeah. We hope you all enjoyed this episode. Now, none of you have to worry about people being inconsiderate in the bathroom, as well as on the roads now, thanks to the denominators. But seriously, this episode topic reminds me of one of my greatest weaknesses. That's patience. The best way to combat bad drivers is to have a Jedi-like amount of patience. I guess it falls in the category of turning the other cheek as opposed to raising the middle finger. I'm trying to do a better job of this, and this verse reminds me of that and keeps me in check. Proverbs 15:18. A hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms the quarrel. So today, when someone cuts you off and then gets mad at you for being in their way, maybe try a wave and a smile, and maybe, just maybe, you won't detonate. As always, thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley, Daniel Knox, Jansen Hart, Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Common Pod, that's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, 
please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.